0: Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. So this week, what I want to get curious about is the concept of quote, riding the wave. So think about how many different emotions you feel throughout the day. Just the roller coaster that is life inside your head. We have this tendency to magnify the bad, to somewhat minimize the good, and sometimes we can even lash out at other people in moments of intense stress and frustration, but then, you know, we'll see a big paycheck hit our bank account or get a really nice text from a loved one and suddenly we'll be in such a good mood that we'll want to like chat up the Trader Joe's cashier for several minutes. Uh, quick sidebar, if you do that, please just be cognizant of the people behind you in line. It is okay to be friendly. It is not okay to be unaware or inconsiderate of other people, (laughs) if you can help it. So in terms of riding the wave, let me give you a few recent examples from my own life to kind of portray this idea for you. So last week, I had a really good client call and i was feeling great afterwards i was feeling like hey i'm making a contribution to their business i'm helping them make solid progress towards their goals feeling good and then i get this email that my credit score has changed and i don't know if you guys subscribe to like experian or like mint or any of those credit score tracking things but if your score has increased the email says your score has increased, good job. If it has not increased, if it has decreased, it says your score has changed. It doesn't say decreased, it says changed. But when you get enough of these like up and down emails, you're like, oh no. So <laughs> I have always prided myself on having excellent credit. So I don't get a lot of those, your score has changed. And if I do, it's like by a handful of points. It's not significant. So I went, checked it, expecting it to be a handful of points. And it was not, guys. (laughs) It was a very significant amount. And I was like, what in the damn hell happened? (laughs) So I look into it. And I see that there is like $136 debt that I evidently owe Spectrum Internet that I wasn't even aware of. Like I have moved around so much in the last year <laughs> that apparently they've been trying to get a hold of me and I didn't even know. Uh, but I owe them 136 bucks. I could not believe that that had such a dramatic effect <laughs> on my credit score. But I called them right away, squared it away this morning. But that was like going from a high, high to a low, low, like great client call, bad email about a credit score change, especially right now, guys, because I'm like finding a new place in San Diego. Like I need my credit score on point right now. Y'all feel me? (laughs) Or, okay. Another example. A few days ago, I am coming home from this beautiful hike, very replenishing. It was, um what is the name of that hike? Uh, I think it's called Elfin Forest. It's kind of north of San Diego. I'm always looking at all trails, especially now that I'm back in California. I really missed having elevation when I was in South Carolina in the low country. So I'm taking advantage of being back here in California. I've been hiking a lot. So at the end of this hike, there's this beautiful river. You hear it from kind of far away. You hear the water gushing, and you're like, oh my god, this is going to be so great. You get closer, you get closer, and it was beautiful. Like, the water was amazing, crystal clear, flowing just beautifully. The sky was just blue and amazing, and so I I hopped over this stream rock to rock, and guys, I have really terrible balance, so (laughs) I was probably taking about four to seven seconds per rock to calculate my next small jump and testing each rock as much as I could in advance. Um, So I get across and I turn around and I just dunked my entire face into that cool mountain stream and it was every bit as refreshing as a Crystal Geyser commercial. (laughs) So then a few minutes later, I'm in my car, I'm driving to the grocery store, and I get a text from a very good friend of mine saying that her cousin was kidnapped by the Hamas uh, at the music festival in Israel a few days ago, and she's still unaccounted for. They don't know where she is. They don't know if she's still alive. And getting that text, like my heart instantly dropped. Just unbelievable atrocities happening. Obviously, a lot of us feel that right now. I I couldn't believe it. And there are just so many moments throughout the day where external things that we cannot control come up. And these things, they have the opportunity to ascend us to these peaks of joy or to drop us into pits of despair. And I know that sounds dramatic, but too bad, it is what it is. I'm a Scorpio and we feel things very deeply. (laughs) So this whole idea of riding the wave It was actually first introduced to me by my nutritionist in the context of having food cravings. Uh, Shout out, first of all, to Jenny Arusi; She's amazing. Let me know if you want her info. She's fantastic. Uh, So she would talk about these intense food cravings that we have and the fact that they would always eventually pass. The wave builds and then it subsides. And she would encourage me to ride the wave, quote unquote, to ride out the craving before immediately impulsively acting on it to ask myself, is this coming from a place of true hunger or could the source be more emotional? Maybe my instinct to eat something salty and crunchy is coming from stress or boredom or frustration or sadness. And usually it was emotions driving it, it wasn't true hunger, but that quick little check-in was huge in changing those habits. And since I'm a textbook nighttime binger, guys, she also had me do this thing where I set a daily alarm for a time of night when I would typically mindlessly wander into the kitchen, and the alarm says in all caps, are you really hungry right now, Kristen? (laughs) And these little mindfulness hacks, it really helps me to kind of break through those unhealthy behaviors and alter them. I think that automating ways to check in with yourself can be super, super productive because we tend to be path of least resistance, right? Like that's kind of human nature. So those little automated reminders would help me tap into my emotional state, whenever I was compelled to wander over to the pantry and devour half a box of Toasty Edge Cheez-Its. And this idea of riding the wave was actually reinforced at that, I've mentioned this a few times, but at this silent, technology-free Buddhist meditation retreat that I went to. So whether it's thoughts or emotions or physical sensations, Our teachers at the retreat, they would talk about developing our practice of noticing things without judgment, noticing how our bodies and our minds respond to different stimulus as opposed to kind of just letting our hardwired knee-jerk reactions automatically take over. And guys, let me tell you, when there's a fly on your neck for two minutes, it feels like two hours. (laughs) I was dying to swat this thing and just sitting there with the discomfort, feeling like I could just very quickly and easily make it go away with a swift, decisive hand motion, but instead listening to my teachers choosing to let this stupid fly just do its thing and keep making figure eights on my neck. But it speaks to a bigger principle, right? Right and that's that we can't always do something about the discomfort that we feel in the moment that we feel it. And that's actually oftentimes the case. Our instinct is to alleviate the pain, the discomfort, as quickly as possible, to extinguish the fire, to do something about it, to make it stop, or to mask it in some way. But one of the most important skills that's, that's going to come to you from the practice of mindfulness. It's It's learning how to notice these powerful waves of emotion that wash over us and not judge ourselves for experiencing them, to be curious about where they're coming from, what was the provoking thing, what's the deep seated thing, what's the trigger, and assure ourselves that it'll pass. And on top of that, reminding ourselves that we have overcome every difficult emotion, every obstacle we've ever faced. We're still here. And we'll continue to grow from those things that challenge us the most and seem insurmountable in the moment. But guess what? You beat it every time. So... There's another example that I wanted to bring up, and I recognize that this may sound shallow, but I also know that a lot of you out there can relate, especially my ladies. Um, So I have not stepped on a scale in several months. So I packed up all my stuff in South Carolina back in, when was it? Like July, August? I don't know. What is time? Uh, A while ago, several months ago. And my scale is in some... Cardboard box marked bathroom that I'm pretty sure is at the back of my storage unit here in San Diego. Can't get to it. Uh, Definitely was trying to convince myself, like, oh, can't get to it. Oh, too bad. You know, I'll just have to wait to weigh myself. And of course, this was a procrastination uh, strategy. (laughs) So. You know, your clothes get a little tight, you're feeling it more and more. Everybody hits kind of a tipping point. So for me, that was last week. I was just like, all right, Kristen, just go on Amazon, order a $17 scale, bite the bullet, just deal with reality. Guys, it was hard. <laughs> it was definitely a a low, low in terms of uh how ashamed I felt of myself. Um, my inner tyrant just berating myself for letting myself go this much before doing something about it. Um, Trying to, you know, counter that with self-compassion, of course, but my initial emotional feeling was that of just devastation, just such sadness. And yeah, just being really upset with myself for not having more self-control or not implementing more self-control. I know I have it. I know it's in there. Gotta actually use it. (laughs) And... Another example actually is a new brand that I'm in the process of launching and details to come. I'm very excited about this. uh, But so far lots of emotional highs and lows with this already. It's super exciting to build my own thing. And as fun as it is helping my consulting clients bring their professional ideas to life and, and reach their goals and increase their success. It's also really gratifying and empowering to put my skills and knowledge to work for myself, for my own brand, but then I'm also coming up against all these logistical things that I had no idea about. I am looking into apparel manufacturers right now, and I'm getting a crash course in things like textiles and minimum order sizes and setting up SKUs and shipping and packaging costs, and there's a lot of stress that comes with all of these necessary logistics that you know, contribute to the overhead. Um, but it's worth it to me because I'm very excited about this brand. So, more to come on that. So, again, I'm a Scorpio and we tend to feel things very deeply and intensely. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate. It's always been really hard for me to zoom out of my cloud of emotions. It feels opaque, it feels like it's completely swallowing my head. And I have to remind myself that every moment is temporary, and the strength of my emotions, no matter how overwhelming they may feel at the time, will eventually pass. Guys, sometimes I feel like I'm a perpetual teenager. Like, everything is either the best thing or the end of the world. Every rejection is crushing, every unreciprocated bid for connection is an indicator of my unworthiness, or. Every win is like the tipping point at which everything else is now going to fall into place and work out perfectly. Now everything is going to work out because the first domino fell in my favor. But I know that that is totally illogical. And I think we all know the danger of allowing temporary emotions to sweep us away with the tide. We know about not letting the highs get us too high or the lows get us too low. We know that when bad things happen, it'll change. We know with just as much certainty that when good things happen, it'll change. So here's the takeaway for this week. I want you to notice when you're in a heightened emotional state. I want you to become the objective observer of it, whether it's good or bad, and tell yourself, I'm riding the wave right now. This is what I'm feeling in this moment. This is where I think it's coming from. I appreciate the good things. If it's a good emotion, a heightened emotional state for the positive, and if it's not, if it's devastating, draining, bad, then I learn from the hard things. Even if it's hard in this moment, there's a lesson here, and I'm going to let myself sit with this discomfort because what we resist persists. Just that moment of mindfulness, of recognition, That pulls you out of that cloud of emotion and it helps you to see everything more clearly. Because again, I've said this before, I'm going to say it again. I'll say it a million times in the future. You are not your emotion. You are the one experiencing your emotion and it will pass. Thank you guys so much for listening. And please, please, please subscribe to the podcast. Seriously, it is such an important metric. And I definitely feel an emotional high when I see my subscriber count increase. You guys don't even know, it's super important with these audio platforms in terms of getting prioritized in the algorithms for similar types of content. Like, my dream is to eventually, like, you're listening to the Brene Brown podcast or the Mel Robbins podcast, and I'm right there in the recommended for you list that's the dream. So please subscribe. Please share with your friends. Please drop me a review. Let me know what you want to hear about. It really would mean a ton to me. Thank you so much again for listening. And until next time, stay curious.